Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, so far the 2022 primaries and school board elections have gone the way of conservative values, Christian values, American patriot values. And that's because Americans have realized what the radical liberal left has done to the education system, putting their radical ideology first and the education of children second. And it's gotten so bad now that they're openly sexually grooming children in classrooms and showing them pornography. But it's not just the classroom. It's now the healthcare system. Anything these perverted, twisted, demonic leftists get a hold of quickly goes in a dark position. Here is the Boston Children's Hospital bragging about how they like to chop up little boys and girls that they confuse with LGBTQ propaganda. Thank you for calling National Hospital. Your call may be recorded for quality assurance. I was calling uh, for information about gender-affirming hysterectomies. Okay, so gender-affirming hysterectomies. I've been in touch with quite a few hospitals, um, and a lot of them, well, they said they won't do it for, for my 16-year-old, um, and then I was told that this hospital might, and I also saw it on your website. Um, so if you guys do uh, do it for a 16-year-old, I'll, I would be happy for, you know, to come for a consultation or whatever it takes. Let me get you over to the operator and i hate to transfer you i just i just need to want to know if if you guys do service that age you know before obviously before coming you know coming all the way for an in-person consult and going through all the paperwork well, and everything. yeah it depends now, each department is different some some departments cut off for 18 how old, how old is your patient 16 okay all right so they're in the clear i'll email the um got the call and what we can in the meantime if you still want me to transfer you i still transfer the surgery hi i was calling um because i'm looking for information about the gender affirming hysterectomies that you guys offer am i in the right place Um, okay yes um this is the clinic. Did you want to make an appointment? So I was just wondering. I've I've contacted quite a few hospitals already. Um, it seems like it's difficult to find one that does the operation um, for my 16-year-old. And I was told that you guys do do that. Um, so if you do it for 16-year-olds, then yes, I'd love to schedule um, an appointment, a consultation, whatever you need. If, if you don't mind me asking, um, what is your child gender changing to so I can point you to the right direction? Yeah, well, he transitioned to a male. You know, he already had the top surgery, um, and now we're looking for the hysterectomy. Okay, beautiful. So I'm going to transfer you to the GYN nurse line. One of the nurses will give you a call to give you more information and to let you know the steps and the protocol that they do for that, okay? Okay. So so they do so they would do it um for at the, for that age? Yes. Okay, great. Is it a common procedure that you guys do for for that age? Yes, um we have um all different type of age groups that comes in for that. For the gender, for the hysterectomy? 
Yes, ma'am. Okay. Just out of curiosity, do you know, like, what's the youngest age you would do it on? I'm not sure, but I have seen younger kids. And I'm not, you know, due to hip, I'm not allowed to say that, but I have seen younger kids, like, younger than your child's age. The gender-affirming hysterectomy surgery? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, okay, I really appreciate your help. Notice how everything the radical left says is reverse reality. They call it gender-affirming care. It's the exact opposite. Gender affirmation would be you look at your genitals and you know what biological sex you are. But they play games. They say gender-affirming surgery. They say Inflation Reduction Act. They say student loan forgiveness. All propaganda, all lies. And now a whistleblower has come forward and saying they're ignoring doctors' warnings against trans kids. From the front lines of the information war, it's Owen Troyer. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Gentlemen, Owen Schroyer here sitting in for Alex Jones today, an honor and a privilege to be with you. Let me tell you what we have coming up today. We've got a guest joining us at 1 o'clock Central. That is the uh, second hour of today's transmission here on this August 26th, 2022 Alex Jones Show. That's Dr. Jason Dean who will be joining us on a wide variety of topics. Jay Dyer hosting the fourth hour today. And then I will also be hosting the War Room, and it's going to be the Veterans Call-In Show. So we'll be taking a lot of calls from veterans on the War Room. We'll be doing a lot of news coverage here on the Jones Show. May take some calls as well if we have time with the guest on the schedule. But uh, here's some of the news we have. The Biden White House is just in complete embarrassment right now with their low approval ratings, their failed policy, their lack of support and popularity, the mass exodus of White House staffers in both the president's office and the vice president's office. Joe Biden has already taken more vacation time than the last three presidents combined. He spent two of his months so far in office with more days off work than on work. And, of course, he's back on vacation today, going to his beachfront mansion in Delaware. It's amazing, isn't it? Joe Biden pops back in from a vacation or a COVID bout, whatever, sick leave, signs the Inflation Reduction Act, crushing the American people. Then goes on another vacation, comes back from vacation, signs the student loan forgiveness bill or executive order or dictate crushes the American people again, screws the average American over, screws the taxpayer over, trying to buy votes ahead of the midterm election. All these people see as politics. All these people know as politics. Everything they want to do can only be accomplished with a bigger, more intrusive intervening government in your life, stopping on your future, stopping on your prosperity, stopping on your freedoms. And it's really 
just getting out of control. But now folks are really waking up to the uh, diabolical nature of the left wing of America, the Democrat Party, radical progressive liberals, where they're sexualizing kids in the classroom. And let me tell you, these doctors, these doctors that are promoting trans surgery for children are, are not going to get away with this. This is blatant child abuse. Any other civilized society would view it as such. And I believe when it, when it comes down to the history books, that's what it's going to be written as. If you're promoting that little children come to your office so that you can mutilate their genitals and slice off their breasts, you're the bad guy. And what's even sicker, Owen, you're doing a fabulous job here today, and obviously we'll be doing special shows throughout the weekend. I'll be popping in throughout the broadcast today. You're doing a great job. I just wanted to point out for the full audience right now, the full show headline on Infowars.com, we knew when Biden came out and said that Republicans would be violent before the midterms with only 70-something days left. That's the telltale sign for their whole Homeland Security buildup, January 6th buildup, saying people that question elections are terrorists, people that question lockdowns are terrorists, that the deep state is definitely preparing to launch massive terror attacks, probably mass shootings of black people, you name it, by these white supremacist brainwashed teams they've got. All the pre-programming has shown that. We've known that. And this is their move. This is, the, this is clearly what's happening. Just like the last month, I said it's imminent they're going to blame Trump for the vaccine, even though he wasn't for mandatory shots or boosters. That's why he should have got ahead of that. He didn't. I'm telling you, folks, this is huge. I'll be filing special reports, and I'll be popping in during uh, all the great information that Owen and special guests are covering today. I'm behind the scenes making sure InfoWars continues on and stays on the air. A lot of stuff going on, and I'll be briefing you on it soon. But whatever you do, realize this is the tip of the spear. It's a precious operation. We are not violent. You are not violent. We are not offensively starting anything. We're winning politically. We're winning culturally. And that's why uh, the deep state is not intending to give up power. So the big discussion for me that I'm going to be having today, you know, just personally with friends and family and others, and, and throughout the Sunday broadcast, the Monday broadcast, the rest of it is, Biden's clearly telegraphing so he can say, oh, he's such a great predictor when they launch the terror attacks to blame other political opposition. That's their October surprise. Owen Schroyer. Alex, just be honest. You've been signing books for the last five hours, and your hand is worn out. Just tell, just tell the audience the truth, Alex. You've got eleven thousand books to sign. There is some, there is some book signing going on today, and that is part of it. That's why we have to cut the book selling off, uh, like Saturday or Sunday, because they're almost all sold out anyways. And, and thank God to help bring us into the uh, black sum. We're fighting the Democrats deep state toe to toe. But yes, your last chance to get signed books, uh, the Great Reset, and the War for the World. By yours truly at InfoWarsTore.com. It's a fundraiser. I want to thank folks for paying the extra money to do that and keep us on the air. But, no, I'm, I'm doing a lot more than just that, obviously. Uh, they are really coming after us right now. So InfoWars needs your prayers and your support, Owen. All right. There goes Alex Jones. And, folks, I'm telling you, with this book deal, it's been a very, very popular special we have, the Alex Jones signed book. And we've got a little conference room over there where they we got the first shipment of books. And it's just like the whole it's, it's like cartoonish. It's like out of a movie. And it's just the whole room is filled with these stacks of books. And it's not even all the books he has to sign. And I'm like, wow, this is overwhelming. But it's it's overwhelming in a good way that that's the organic grassroots support that we get from our audience. That's what's so beautiful about it. Our audience in a fundraiser, buying a book for $100 
with Alex Jones' signature on it. He grinds it out, signs the books, and we fund ourselves into the future. No big pharmaceutical sponsors, no big Hollywood sponsors, fast food sponsors, soda pop sponsors, anything like that. No, it's just you, you in the audience supporting us at InfoWarsStore.com. So it's been an incredible success, and we're still on the air, and that's, that's what drives them nuts. They want this transmission off the air so bad, it just drives them crazy that they can't shut us down. And just like they try to separate Donald Trump from his loyalists and his true supporters, which is part of the reason why we have to stick by him, even if that means being critically harsh, even if that means saying, hey, you know what, we don't want you to run for president, we still have to stick by and support Trump because one of the globalists and Democrats' biggest agendas is to separate us from Trump, to have that power to remove the organic grassroots support for somebody with their propaganda, with their lies. That's what they've tried to do here, and it has failed. And, you know, that's what's so amazing, because I got all these stories in the news today attacking Alex and InfoWars about Sandy Hook. And it's just like, forget about all the lies, forget about the rigged court case, forget about all that crap. What people fail to understand because they're so filled with hatred, they're blind by it. What they fail to understand is they're confused. How can InfoWars be on air with the censorship? How can InfoWars be on air with the Sandy Hook stuff? Because that's not who we are. Alex Jones isn't the Sandy Hook guy. That's what they're trying to make him. InfoWars isn't, uh, you know, some whatever they want to claim about us. You know what we are. We're the ultimate resistance. We're the... Logical, philosophical, political, spiritual resistance right here. People resonate with that. They know that. They understand that. That's why it's truly under attack. So it frustrates them that that we sold a lot of books. And and you may think, hey, you know, 10,000, 11,000 books sold for 100 bucks with a signature. I think I think it's like 75 bucks we make on each sale. But, I mean, it seems like a lot of money. That, that, funds, that funds like maybe one round of paychecks for the crew. Probably not even, folks. Probably not even one round. So, but that's, that's how we scratch. That's how we claw. That's how we grind to stay on air. And we thank you so much for your support at InfoWarsStore.com. All right, we had a big cliffhanger there about what doctors are doing to kids. We'll come back on that. But I want to get into what Mark Zuckerberg said on Joe Rogan yesterday. This is going to be key. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. 
If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. So yesterday, Mark Zuckerberg was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and some of the clips from this started to hit the internet while I was on the air. And so we played some of them, specifically Zuckerberg admitting that the FBI came to him and told him to censor information directly consequential or potentially consequential to the 2020 election. And I kind of saw it and I, and I gave Rogan a little bit of a hard time because it, it felt like he just let Zuckerberg off the hook with that. And then afterwards, I was like, yeah, I kind of feel bad because, and I still do this time to time, but uh, I usually don't like to comment on things that, that I haven't seen yet. But, you know, sometimes there'll be breaking news and, and I'll have to play it and the crew will play it and they'll bring it to me and they'll say breaking. So that was breaking news. So I covered it. And, and I said, well, you know what? I, let, me, let me just go back and check. And so I, I watched the interview last night, and, and boy, oh boy, I'm sorry to say this, but Joe Rogan cucked so hard for Mark Zuckerberg, it hurts. It hurts. Now, I'm going to play the clip and do the commentary afterwards. But here's Mark Zuckerberg admitting on the Joe Rogan podcast that the FBI told him to censor information on their platform so that they could... Help Joe Biden in the 2020 election. Now, Zuckerberg pretty much admits that, then tries to backtrack, and Rogan doesn't hold his feet to the fire at ever. In fact, he hits the feet with some cool water to cool the situation down. So here's Zuckerberg on Rogan yesterday. This is an extended clip. Admitting that the FBI engaged in a violation of the First Amendment, free speech, and told Facebook to censor news to protect Joe Biden. Here's the clip. How do you guys handle things when they're a, a big news item that's controversial? Like there was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. Now let's just pause yeah, it real quick right here because it's important to break down all the aspects of this. What does Joe Rogan say there? He says, how do you handle news that's controversial? Well, what does that mean, controversial? How do you handle news that's controversial? So if someone tells the truth... And then someone just decides that's controversial, and so now you have to handle it? 
Do we not see how dangerous that is? Who gets to set the precedent of what's controversial? So there's Rogan already taking the knee for the chilling of free speech and censorship. Well, you know, it's controversial. Yeah, the Hunter Biden laptop is controversial. It, it shows the highest level of government with potential treason. The Biden crime family. Not to mention whatever sordid activities Hunter Biden is into and potentially his father as well. But, oh, it's controversial. What do you do with controversial? Oh, it's controversial. It hurts the Democrats, so it's controversial. So, so here's Rogan already taking the knee for Democrat Party censorship. Oh, Hunter Laptop story was controversial. Says who? What does that mean, controversial? It's a real story. Oh, but it hurts the Democrats, so it's controversial. But all the fake news that they put out about Trump, I guess that's not controversial. All right, continue. Yeah, so you guys censored that as well? So we took a different path than Twitter. Um, I mean, basically, the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us, uh, some some folks on our team, and was like, hey, um, just so you know, like, you should be on high alert. There was, the, we, we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. Now, pause it right we there. Have- pause it right there and rewind it, because it's important to listen to what he says and the way he says it. He says, so, so here's what's going on in his mind right now. Zuckerberg knows that he's been caught red-handed with Facebook censoring information to protect the Democrat Party. So he has to blame somebody else. So his first response is blame the FBI. But he's been trained by lawyers enough now when he does these big podcasts to know to kind of hedge his words and not say anything too damning. So, so what does he say? He says he's about to admit that the FBI told him to censor the story, but then he's got the training to know, ooh, I can't do that. So he kind of has to back off. And he says, well, basically the FBI uh, was worried about election interference with information from 2016. So, so he's about to pass the buck saying that the FBI forced me to censor the story. But then he realizes he can't fully commit to that either because then he'd be admitting, admitting that how the election was rigged by the FBI and the Democrats. So then he kind of backs off of that. And he puts in all these little legalese, like, oh, basically this, oh, maybe suggested that. Let's see if you believe that, spoken like a true politician. But listen to it one more time. So Zuckerberg is about to admit that the FBI told him to censor the Hunter Biden story, but he has to kind of hedge his words and back off of that because that would be too revealing. Here it is again. Um, I mean, basically, the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us. I think basically. Some, some folks on our team. Came like, to hey, us. Um, just so you know, like, you should be on high alert. There was, the, we, we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. Russian propaganda. And on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of, of um, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. Similar so, to that. So pause it. So be vigilant. Is- okay, okay. So, so what is he? So, so now he's he's kind of hedged his words and he's backtracked. He doesn't want to fully admit the FBI told him to censor the Hunter Biden story, but that's what he just admitted. Because what is he talking about? Russian propaganda? What Russian propaganda? So he's lying about Russian propaganda or or repeating the FBI lie about Russian propaganda. That Russian propaganda was any information that was negative about Hillary Clinton in 2016. So that's just a lie. So that's the FBI lying to Zuckerberg and then Zuckerberg repeating the lie like a good deep state regime parrot boy. Oh, yeah, 2016 Russian disinformation af- affected the outcome for Hillary. All a lie. 
The Mueller investigation actually showed that Russia spent more money to try to get Hillary into office. And of course they did. Who do you think Russia wants in office? Democrats or Republicans? What does Russia do when Democrats are in office? They go into Ukraine and take their land back. What do, what do the Russians do? What does Putin do when Republicans are in office? Nothing. They don't move in on Ukraine at all. But when Obama was in office for eight years, they moved into Ukraine. As soon as Biden got into office, they moved into Ukraine. Who do you think the Russians really want in office? Since Biden got into office, Russia's never been more powerful on the world stage in modern history. Putin's never been more influential and powerful on the world stage in modern history. Who do you think the Russians really want in office? Republicans or Democrats? Democrats. We all know that. They're lying about that. But so there's Zuckerberg. Well, the FBI, uh, I think, basically came to us. Okay, let's translate that. The FBI came to you and uh, was telling us about uh, the 2016 Russian disinformation. Oh, what Russian disinformation? You mean the Russians trying to get Hillary into office, according to the Mueller report, that you'd want to ignore as soon as the truth came out? Yes. And so what are you equating that to? Obviously, it's the Hunter Biden laptop story. That's what Joe Rogan brought up. And I'm going to continue this on the other side because it's important to break this down. But, okay, so we're not, we're not fully to the full Rogan cuck yet. You might say, ooh, good job, Joe. You just forced Zuckerberg into admitting that the FBI censored news, but he's not going to put him on the mat and go for the three count after that. No, Rogan's going to extend his hand to Zuckerberg and try to lift him up off the mat to save him from what he just admitted. And it's pathetic. And that's coming up after this short break on The Alex Jones Show. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. We are now... You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. We now take you live to the Central Texas Command Center and the heart of the resistance. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. We're going to get right back to the Rogan Zuckerberg interview, but quickly breaking news. The Trump raid, the Mar-a-Lago raid affidavit has been released. And uh, here, I'll give you a preview of what it looks like. There you go. Let's get a nice zoom in on that for you. There it is, folks. There's your Trump Mar-a-Lago raid affidavit right there. And remember, they said Trump doesn't want you to see this. Trump is afraid. He doesn't want you to see the affidavit. Oh, they lied. They never gave it to Trump. And then they redacted it down to almost nothing. There you go, folks. There's our corrupt government. 
There's our corrupt Democrat Party. There's our corrupt political regime just pissing in our face once again with the fake news mainstream media. Well, you know what I say? I can't say it because I'm on the radio. But fire truck all of you. How about that? How about fudge every single last one of you corrupt bastards that lies to us 24-7 and then hides the truth? You are the most un-American, communist, authoritarian, tyrant scumbags this, this side of the earth has ever seen. Now, getting back to the Rogan issue. So let's pick it up where we left off. Rogan refuses to hold Zuckerberg's feet to the fire after he admits that the FBI told them to censor the, uh, censor the Hunter Biden story. Zuckerberg flopping around like a fish out of water, embarrassed that he just admit that, on the mat, ready to be pinned. And instead, Rogan is going to reach his hand out and offer, Zuck, offer Zuckerberg a hand up so that he can make sure to continue the censorship against the Republican Party and conservatives for the corrupt political regime. And so the interview continues. Said you can't share this at all. Um, We didn't do that. What what we do is we have, um, if something is reported to us as potentially um, misinformation, important misinformation. Who decides? We we also have this third-party fact-checking program because we don't want to be deciding what's true and false. Yeah, pause it right there. So that's that's a cop-out. We all know that all the fact-checkers are liberal Democrats. That, that's been totally proven. Oh, it's third party. No, it's not. No, it's not. You, you reach right down your pants, you grabbed a couple dingleberries, and you called them fact checkers. Continue. I think it was five or seven days when it was basically being, um, being determined whether it was false. Um, the distribution on Facebook was decreased, but people were still allowed to share it. So you could still share it. You could still consume it. So when you um, say the distribution has decreased, in, it, it got shared. It, how does that work? It basically the ranking in newsfeed was a little bit less, so fewer people saw it than would have otherwise. So it definitely by what percentage? I, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's 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 meaningful. But I mean, but basically, so let me translate a, um, that because because Rogan's going to let Zuckerberg get away with it again. Let, let me translate what Zuckerberg just said. They have algorithms at Facebook that determine what the top news stories are based on shares and likes and interactions, basically. And so the Hunter Biden laptop story was one of the top stories for a week. So Facebook went in there, not knowing if it was real or not, he just admitted, and actively censored it and changed the algorithms to make sure that the Hunter Biden laptop story would not be a top trending story, even though it was, and they didn't know whether it was real or not. But that wasn't enough for the FBI. The FBI and the Democrats had to come in and tell Facebook, no, you're going to censor that story, which Zuckerberg admitted previously. Let's continue. A lot of people were still able to share it. We got a lot of complaints that that was the case. Um, You know, obviously, this is a hyper political issue. So depending on what side of the political spectrum, you either think we didn't censor it enough or censored it way too much. But but we weren't sort of as black and white about it as, as Twitter. We just kind of thought, hey, look, if, if the FBI, which you know, I still 
view as a legitimate institution in this country. It's a very professional law enforcement. They come to us and tell us that we need to be on guard about something. Then I want to take that seriously. All right, pause it right there. Well, well, that's that's all you need to know, guys. Rewind it five seconds. That's all you need to know. Oh, Mark Zuckerberg trusts the FBI. Yeah, okay, buddy. Well, you might. What do you work for the FBI? But so, what does he do again? He admits they centered the Hunter Biden laptop story, even though they didn't know if it was real or not. And then he and then he blames the FBI even though he claims the FBI didn't specifically tell him to censor anything, as if that's how it works. The FBI just shows up and says, hey, there might be some misinformation out there. There might be Russian propaganda out there. We don't know what it is, but just keep your eyes out. Wink, wink. Yeah, that's how the FBI works. They just walk into Facebook and say, look out for Russian disinformation, as if Facebook wouldn't say, really? What disinformation? How do we know? How do we know? The FBI came to Facebook and specifically said, do not share the Hunter Biden laptop story, censor the Hunter Biden laptop story because it will hurt the Democrats. But they say, oh, it's Russian propaganda. It's not real. No, it is real. And now the FBI is admitting that they knew it was real the whole time because an FBI whistleblower has come forward and said they knew the Hunter Biden laptop was real, but they didn't want to investigate it or admit it was real at the fear that it could change the 2020 election results. Really? Finding out how corrupt the Biden family is would change the results? Go figure. But their notion was, well, when we did the ceremonious exoneration campaign, that's the FBI, James Comey, pretending to investigate Hillary Clinton's emails. They never did. It was all fake so that they could exonerate Hillary to the public before the election. But they say, oh, that cost Hillary the election. So we at the FBI, we don't want to engage that and cost a Democrat the election again. And of course, that's all lies. So again, so where are we at now? Zuckerberg has admitted the FBI told him to Facebook to censor the Hunter Biden laptop story on Facebook. So he's blaming the FBI. And then he's saying, oh, but but. Twitter was worse than us. Twitter just outright banned it. We just made sure it couldn't trend organically like it was. And and still Rogan has not held his feet to the fire yet at all. He's on the mat. He's down for the 10 count. And now Rogan is about to offer him the hand up. Let's continue. FBI, which I still view as a legitimate institution in this country. Oh, it's sh- what are you, a fed? Shut law up. Everybody knows the FBI They come corrupt. to us and tell us that we need to be on guard Liberals about something. Liberals used to tell us the FBI was corrupt. Seriously. Did they specifically say you need to be on guard about that story? I, I, no, I, I don't remember if it was that specifically. Oh, pause it, but it was, pause it. Now, you know he's lying. No. Well, I don't know specifically. He's lying. The answer is obviously yes. No. Well, I don't know. Well, what follows that? Yes. Unbelievable. Continue. Pattern. When something like that turns out to Here, be wait, wait, real. Wait, pause it again and rewind it because there's another important part there. Because he, he says no, and then he moves closer to the truth and he says, well, I don't know. And then he basically says yes, but he uses a different phrase to say yes. So I, I, I talked over it. Here, play it again. We got a lot of complaints that that was the case. Um, you know, obviously this is a hyper-political issue. So depending on what side of the political spectrum, you either think we didn't censor it enough or censored it way too much. But right. but we weren't sort of as black and white they about totally it as, as Twitter. It. We just kind of thought, hey, look, if, if the FBI, which didn't censor it yeah, enough. I still you totally censored view it. as a legitimate institution in this country, it's a very professional law enforcement. Very professional. They come to us and tell us that we need to be on guard about something, then I want to take that seriously. Did they specifically say you need to be on guard about that story? 
I, I no, I, I don't remember if it was that specifically, but it was it basically fit the pattern. All right, pause it. So like there that. it is. Oh, it fit the pattern. What does that mean? No. Well, I don't remember. Well, it fit the pattern. He's saying yes. It fit the pattern. What does that mean? That means yes. They said it's going to be something about the Bidens. They said it's going to be something to hurt the Democrats. And they said it's probably going to be the Hunter Biden laptop story. But it's Russian propaganda, so censor it. So Zuckerberg has just admitted, folks, this is such a violation of the First Amendment. that This is, this is such communistic tactics. This is such authoritarian, totalitarian corruption. It's, this, this should be a huge news story that the FBI is now meddling in U.S. elections. Forget about Russia. Our own FBI is rigging elections with big tech. That's collusion. That's fascism. All you anti-fascists out there with your masks and your street signs, here's your fascism. The Democrat Party the FBI and big tech colluding to rig elections by censoring real news and calling it disinformation on the internet. Everybody knows that high quality fish oil does fantastic things for your cardiovascular system, for your brain, for every part of your body. But what I don't see being promoted is the fact that it has natural psychotropic effects. It certainly does for me. When I take a couple of these capsules an hour before bed, my sleep, my dreams are amazing. Now, there are actually some studies out there linking it to amazing events in the brain. But I want you to experience it for yourself. We know it's good for your heart. We know it's good for your brain. We know it's good for your arteries and veins and your lungs and every other function in your body. But I want you to experience this high-grade fish oil, this ultimate fish oil at InfoWarsTore.com and see what it does if you take it before bedtime. Ultimate fish oil, 50% off, now exclusively available at InfoWarsTore.com. Thank you all for your support. You're really going to miss out if you don't get it. Sold out for seven months. Body's ultimate turmeric formula is back in stock. Turmeric's been known for thousands of years to do amazing things for your joints, for your stamina, for your immune system, for your libido. And look, the average stuff on the shelves is 5, 6, 7% pure humanoid. We have the strongest brand on earth. There's nobody else decided to do it. It's 95% humanoid at InfoWarsStore.com. Body's ultimate turmeric formula, 95% humanoid. It is incredible. And what's even more incredible is it funds the InfoWar. So the only way you fail is not taking action today and ordering Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula at InfoWarsTore.com. It is simply amazing. Discover the power of humanoids at 95% at InfoWarsTore.com today with Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. of the interview where Joe Rogan has Mark Zuckerberg dead to rights admitting that Facebook engages in political censorship 
at the behest of the FBI and the Democrat Party. The very definition of fascism right there. Corruption, collusion, all of it to rig elections. And Joe Rogan has Zuckerberg on the mat. And he could pin him. Let's find out what Joe Rogan does next. But it was it basically fit the pattern. When something like that turns out to be real, is there regret for not having it evenly distributed and for throttling the distribution of that story? What do you mean evenly distributed? I mean evenly in that it's not suppressed. It's not. Yeah, some... yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, it turned out after the fact, I mean, the fact checkers looked into it. No one was able to say it was false. Right. So so basically it had this period where it was getting less distribution. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I but I think like I, I think it probably it sucks, though, I think in the same way that probably having to go through like a criminal trial but being proven innocent in the end sucks. Like, it still sucks to Now have, he's just dizzy. Like, that you had to go now through a criminal spiraling. trial, he's but at the end you're like free. like a fish out of water um, now. So it's, I, I, I don't know if the answer would have been don't do anything or don't have any process. I think the process was pretty reasonable. You know, it's, we still let people share it. All right, pause but, it right there. So again, okay, the process was reasonable. So let's, let's pick up where we're at now and rewind it five seconds. Oh, the process was reasonable. Well, it was the process. The Democrat Party told the FBI... To go tell Facebook to censor the Hunter Biden laptop story. And Facebook did it. That was the process. And Facebook is, of course, flailing around. Oh, we know nothing. We just want to help people. Oh, we don't know anything. Oh, what? Uh." No, they know exactly what they did. But what does Zuckerberg say now? So Joe Rogan now gives him the, again, Zuckerberg is, is, he's dazed, he's confused, he's on the mat. You can pin him for the championship and Rogan would rather offer him a hand up and you're about to see that. But okay, so Zuckerberg now admits we got it wrong. The Hunter Biden laptop story was real. We censored real news. We feel bad about it. Really? What do you feel bad about, Zuckerberg? Because notice Joe Rogan isn't going to hold his feet to the fire on this one either. What is it that you feel bad about, Mark, that you censored real news, that you helped rig and influence an election? And if you do feel so bad about that, why not issue an apology? Kind of a big deal, isn't it? You censored information to protect the Democrats, and and, and you don't even want to offer an apology now? Hey, Owen, Alex Jones here popping in. The big thing for me here is this admits election meddling by the rogue Justice Department against Trump— not just directing Facebook, but all the other big tech to take it down. That's why when they said earlier this year that the disinformation office had already been operating for years, but then lawsuits got filed because so the government directly censoring. Well, this admits the collusion between big tech and the corporate media and the FBI literally directing the censorship. This is the admission of election meddling cut and dry on top of the voting machines and the, and the mail-in ballots. This is the admission of the Justice Department election meddling in America. It's incredible stuff. And Rogan has Zuckerberg on the map, and he's about to offer him the hand up. So, guys, let's pick it up where we left off. Process. I think the process was pretty reasonable. You know, it's, we still let people share it, but but obviously, you don't want situations. Yeah, Democrats like and big well, tech certainly rigging much elections. more reasonable than Twitter stance, and it's probably also the case of armchair. Oh, and look at that, oh Joe. And so right? now or the hand up begins. All right, rewind it again. Rewind it again to when to when Joe's about to speak. And so now the hand up begins. Oh, it was much more reasonable than than Twitter. 
Oh, the process was fair, you know. We feel bad about rigging an election with the Democrat Party and the FBI, but well, uh, well, would you like to apologize? Well, no, we don't want to apologize. We tried our best. And Joe Rogan says, yeah, you're right. You tried your best, and you did better than Twitter, too. So here's Zuckerberg. He's dizzy. He's on the mat, and Rogan can pin him and win the championship, and instead he's going to cuck and shrink and offer Mark Zuckerberg, the hand up as he's fail, flailing on the ground. So it begins. People share it, but but obviously you don't want situations like that. But certainly much more reasonable than Twitter stance. And it's probably also the case of armchair quarterbacking, right? Or at least Monday morning quarterbacking, I should say. Because in the moment, you had reason to believe, based on the FBI talking to you, that it wasn't real. And that there was going to be some propaganda. So what do you do? Yeah. And now then pause it. This is key. Pause it. it, but this is key right here. So both parties, Rogan and Zuckerberg, are now admitting that they that the FBI directly came to Facebook and said, send her the Hunter Biden laptop story. That's what Joe Rogan is saying. That's what Zuckerberg just admitted to. Guys, rewind it 10 seconds and, and listen to that again with that context now. Joe Rogan is directly inferring that the FBI told Zuckerberg and Facebook to censor the Hunter Biden laptop story, and Zuckerberg does not deflect and actually agrees, even though he tried to act like that wasn't the case earlier. Listen to it now with that context. And it's probably also the case of armchair quarterbacking, right? Or at least Monday morning quarterbacking, I should say, because in the moment, you had reason to believe, based on the FBI talking to you, that it wasn't real. Laptop. And that there was going to be some propaganda. So what do you do? Yeah. And then yeah. He if says, you yeah. just let it's it get out there and real problem. And I would imagine that those kind of decisions are the most difficult. The decisions of, like, what is allowed and what is not allowed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what would you do in that situation? I don't know what I would do. I would have to, like, really thoroughly – well, first of all, you're dealing with the New York Post, which is one of the oldest newspapers in the country. So I would, just I would say uh, I would want to talk to someone uh, from the New York Post, and I would say, how did you come up with this data? Like, where, where are you getting the information from? How do you know whether or not this is correct? Now, pause it right here. And- so this is where Rogan is starting to cuck like a little bitch. Oh, why don't you go check with the New York Post if it's real or not? Really? Do they do that about every story? I'm just curious. Does Facebook call the sources for every story to see if it's real? I doubt it. I doubt it. And, and let's keep in mind, we're still talking about one story, the Hunter Biden laptop story. That's what we're talking about. Everybody knows it. Oh, but we're just Monday morning quarterbacking. Oh, how could we know? Oh, we're, we trust the FBI. We got to go check every source of every story. Bull crap. Rogan knows what happened. The Democrats and the FBI told Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and everyone else to censor the Hunter Biden laptop story because it would cost Joe Biden the election. That is on the table. That's the discussion. And Rogan lets Zuckerberg and Facebook get away with it. But it gets even worse from Rogan. Continue. Then you have to make a decision because they might have got duped. It's it's very it's hard. Oh, they might have got everybody duped. wants to look at it after the fact. Duped. Now that we know that the pause laptop it, pause was it. Real. 
Oh, they got duped. Oh, my gosh. How did they get duped? They just got duped. They had no idea. What do you do? Monday morning quarterback. I don't know what I would do. Oh, they got duped. So the same people get duped every single time, don't they, Joe? They just get duped every single time, Joe. And they have, we have no idea. Oh, it's not political. Oh, it's not censorship. It's just Monday morning quarterback. They just got duped. They fell for it. They trusted the FBI. Pathetic. Continue. It's hard because everybody wants to look at it after the fact. Now that we know that the laptop was real. No, Joe. Actually, no, Joe. No, Joe. No. Not everybody had to look at it after the fact. Most people looked at it at face value and knew it was real. Not everybody had to look at it after the fact. We all knew it was real. The New York Post knew it was real. The Bidens knew it was real. The FBI knew it was real. Facebook knew it was real. You knew it was real. Oh, we didn't know. We got duped. Oh, Monday morning quarterback. Oh, my gosh. Continue. And there, there is potential corruption involved with him. Potential. We, we, we think, oh, that should not have been restricted. That should not have been banned from sharing on Twitter. Right. I think everybody agrees with that. Even Twitter agrees with that. But the thing really? is, then Did they, they didn't think that. In the beginning, they thought it was fake. Oh, so what do they oh, do? pause it right like there. If, oh, wow. Where have we heard that before? Oh, well, they thought it was fake. They thought it was their truth. Really? Really? Oh, I see. I see. But when Alex Jones is on the stand in a courtroom, supposedly a fair and balanced justice system, The judge points the finger at Alex Jones and says, just because you think it's real doesn't mean it is. Oh, but, oh, big tech and Twitter and Facebook and the FBI and everybody else. Well, we thought the laptop was fake. We thought we didn't know anything. It was our truth at the time. You can't be mad at me. I thought it was real. But if Alex Jones ever gets anything wrong, crush him and shut him down. And I'm Joe Rogan because I'm Alex Jones' friend, but I won't stick up for him now. Ultimate fish oil is back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. What does ultimate mean? That's just our name for the best, the highest grade. What this concentrated anchovy oil, pure Arctic krill oil, and high-quality wild-caught salmon oil does for your brain, your heart, your cardiovascular system, and for your entire body's functions is insane. Regular low-grade fish oil in all the studies does outstanding things this is the highest grade and it's not been pasteurized it's not been boiled so it has its original effects intact ladies and gentlemen everybody should visit infowarsstore.com today and get ultimate fish oil finally back in stock for 50 percent off for our regular fans that are big supporters you're going to love it you already know how great it is but for folks who've been on the fence experience ultimate fish oil for yourself try taking some before bedtime and see what happens with your dreams Let's go back to now Mark Zuckerberg and Joe Rogan on the Joe Rogan experience. He comes along and the Republicans cook up some scheme to make it look like Joe Biden's a terrible person. And they only do it so that they can win the election. But it's really just propaganda. Oh, pause it right there. Now, notice now. See, now is where I get real skeptical. Why does Rogan use the Republicans as an example when it's the Democrats every time? Boy, I sure hope Joe Rogan isn't getting some Democrat in his ear telling him what to say. 
Boy, I hope that's not the case because at this point, it sure seems like it, doesn't it? At this point now, it sure seems like the Democrats are giving Joe Rogan talking points where he uses an example saying the Republicans make things up. So what are you supposed to do? Really? What do the Republicans make up? Actually, it's the Democrats that make everything up. Trump-Russia collusion, all the other fake Trump stories. I mean, literally, they just lie 24-7. Jussie Smollett, 81 million votes. I mean, just, just the lies and the lies and the lies. But then what does Rogan do? He uses a Republican faking news on social media as the example. I don't think that that was organic. I feel like he might have been put up to that. I could be wrong, but that's what it feels like. Let's continue. To do with that, you're supposed to not allow that to be distributed. So if they think that's the case, it makes sense to me that they would try to stop it. But I so, just so don't here, let's, think let's rewind that. that. They, Guys, rewind it to the very beginning. So here's Rogan saying, well, Republicans fake news. So you have to censor it. Why would he say that? Why would Joe Rogan say that? It doesn't really make sense unless he was told to. Maybe that's really where Joe Rogan decided to, to, to go with this. But he just says, well, Republicans fake news. You're supposed to censor it. So, so listen to that one more time. I would say uh, I would want to talk to someone uh, from the New York Post, and I would say, how did you come up with this data? Like, where where are you getting the information yeah, as from? If, how as do you Facebook know whether or not this is correct? Checks and all the stories and all the sources of every story on Facebook. They might have got duped. It's, it's they very, got duped. No, 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 no. It's no. hard. It was the Hunter Biden laptop story. After the they fact. were told now to censor it. They did it because the, they're all Democrats. Laptop was and they real cheat. and it was a legitimate and story. And they lie. And there, there is potential corruption involved. With him, what we 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 think? Oh, that should not have been restricted. That should not have been. So now, who tells him to say this next Twitter. line? Right, I think everybody agrees with that. Even Twitter agrees with that. But the thing is, then they didn't think that. In the beginning, they thought it was fake. So what do they do? Like, yeah. if something comes along and the Republicans cook up some scheme to make it look like Joe Biden's a terrible person and they only do it so that they can win the election, but it's really just propaganda. Except what that's you, literally what, what Democrats do. What are you supposed do? to do with that? You're supposed so to pause not allow... So that's literally what Democrats do and then Joe Rogan says it's Republicans doing that, even though the entire context of this interview right now is the Democrats doing just that. But he says Republicans do it. Okay, gotcha. Continue. ...to be distributed. So if they think that's the case... It makes sense to me that they would try to stop it. But I just don't think that they looked at it hard enough. When the New York Post is talking about it, you know, they're pretty smart about what they release and what they don't release. If they're, do, if they're going over some data from a laptop and you could talk to a person. But again, like this is just one story, like one individual story. Like how many of these exactly. pop up every day? One story. And especially in regards to polarizing Why this issues, one story? Like climate change because or they knew COVID it would cause Biden or, the election, or, you know, so they foreign policy it. or Ukraine. And both Joe Anytime and Mark know like it and they really won't be honest with you because they're lying. Where some people think that it's imperative that you take a very specific stance and you can't have the other stance. Mm -hmm. Like that, those moments on social media – those trouble a lot of people because yeah. they don't know. I'm troubled by this. Why certain things get censored or certain things get promoted? Yeah. Pause it. Pause I, it real quick. So let's pick up, guys. Right at that last point he makes, as if Rogan doesn't know what's going on, as if Zuckerberg doesn't know what's going on. They both know what's going on. The FBI, working on behalf of the Democrat Party 
told big tech to censor the Hunter Biden laptop story. And Joe Rogan is up there acting like that's not the case. And they just got it wrong. And big tech just got duped. And we don't know what's going on, but we're against censorship. But we're okay with political censorship for the Democrat party to rig elections for Joe Biden. But oh, it was such a mistake. Well, will you apologize? No, of course we won't apologize. We're Democrats. We did it on purpose. Broadcasting live from the U.N. stronghold, Austin, Texas, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. Let's think about the implications here. And, and, and again, they're just having a casual conversation like no big deal. But they're talking about how the FBI, the Democrat Party, and big tech all colluded to rig an election against the American people and engaged in direct First Amendment violations and free speech censorship. And they admit all of it and they just put their hands in the air and say, eh, you know, well, yeah, eh, we tried our best. Oh, so you helped rig an election, what you tried not to do, but they're not going to issue an apology because they really don't care. And Rogan will not hold Zuckerberg's feet to the fire. He has him on the mat and instead of pinning him, he's going to offer him a hand up so that he can stand up and do it again. So let's finish this off as Zuckerberg admits, yep, we got duped into censoring information so that the Democrats could cheat to win the election, even though he knew that was the cause the entire time. Anytime there's like a really controversial issue where some people think that it's imperative that you take a very specific stance and you can't have the other stance, mm-hmm. like that, those moments... No, 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 no. Pa- pause it real quick. Let's just be clear here. There's only one side of the aisle calling for censorship, and that's liberals, Democrats, progressives, the left. Okay? That's the only people calling for censorship here. So there's no controversial both sides. No, no, no. It's liberals and Democrats censoring information they don't want you to see. That's all it is. Let's stop acting like this is a two-way street. It's not. And Rogan knows that. Continue a lot of people because yep. they don't know why certain things get censored no, you or know things get promoted you know exactly why to protect democrats yeah i i agree yeah and it's like uh, to be in your spot and i was one of the things that i really wanted to talk to you about is this because like to be in your spot must be insanely difficult here we go to have take your pants no off matter what Joe's you ready. make you're gonna have a giant chunk of people that are upset at you and oh, right really? way you don't know the right way is to establish principles for governance that try to be balanced and not now, now have pause it decision. right here because really it just gets this is where it just gets so ridiculous and pathetic and where Rogan truly cucks. It's it's honestly embarrassing. Honestly, th- this is just embarrassing at this point. These are two of the most influential, powerful men in America, and they're sitting up there playing patty cake and having a little tea party, jerking each other off while they're talking about how the Democrat Party, the FBI, and Big Tech help rig an election in this country and censor free speech against the First Amendment in this country. 
And they're just, oh, nonchalant, let's have a tea party here. Let's fondle each other a little bit. This is embarrassing. At this point, it just gets embarrassing that these are two major American men, influencers with wealth and fortune and fame. And this is the most, this is what our men do. This is the pathetic conversations American men and leaders have to the public. It's embarrassing. Continue. Because I think that it's hard for people to, to accept that like some team at Meta or that I personally am making all these decisions. And I think people should be skeptical about any so much concentration around that. So that's why a lot of the innovation that I've tried to push for in governance is around things like establishing this oversight board. Yeah, he loves government. So that way you have people who are luminaries around expression um, from all over the world, but also in, in, the, in the U.S. Crap. He's just bullcrapping um, now. You know, I mean, folks like Michael McConnell, who's, I mean, he's a Stanford professor, who's like, just, he, he was, I, I forget which, um, was it, which Republican president appointed him, but I mean, he was, uh, I think, going to be considered for the Supreme Court at some point. I mean, he's, he's, he's a very, um, very prominent and, and, and kind of celebrated um, free expression advocate. Caught censoring, the thing caught up. rigging elections, and flopping I, I around like, like a fish out of water right of governance now. Around, that are independent of us, that basically get the final say on a bunch of these decisions. Um, and that's that's a step in the right direction. I mean, in, in the, the Hunter Biden case that you talked about before, it's the only you know, case. I don't want our company to decide what's misinformation and what's What other not. cases are so there? So we work with, with third parties and basically let different different organizations oh, pause it real that. quick so this yeah. is where it gets really embarrassing well we don't want to decide what's misinformation and disinformation but when we do it's always in support of the democrats isn't that convenient continue then you have the question of are those organizations biased or not and that's that's a that's a very difficult question but at least we're not the ones who are basically sitting here deciding we're not the ministry of truth for the world that's deciding right. no, whether you are everything oh, is true says, oh you're so, not doing that oh. i'd say um you're not the Ministry of Truth. This is Mark. not a solved problem. Controversies aren't going away. Um, you know, I think that there's. It, it is interesting that the U.S. Um, is actually more polarized than than most other countries. So I think sitting in the U.S., you know, it's easy to extrapolate and say, "Hey, it probably feels this way around the whole world." Um, and from now he's, the social now science research that I've map. seen, that's not actually the case. Now he's There's a bunch so of countries he's, he's off the map. where social media is just as prominent, but he polarization is flat now. or has declined slightly. So there's something pin kind him, of Joe. different happening pin in the him, US. Pin him, Joe. Come on, pin um, him. But, but for better or worse, I mean, it, it does seem like, like, like the, the next several years do seem like they're set up to be quite polarized. So I, I tend to agree with you. There are going to be a bunch of different decisions like this that, that come up. Um, because of the scale of what we do, almost every major world event has some angle that's like the Facebook or Instagram or WhatsApp angle um, about how the services are, are used in it. So, yeah, I think just establishing as much as possible independent governance. Governance. And guys, if you could go back to the part where Rogan is like, what do you do? I don't know what you do. And I, I want to try to play that one more time if we can before the break, if you guys can find that. The part where he says, yeah, I don't know what you do, because that, that's the true cuck moment. Now, I want to be clear about something here. I don't really know Joe Rogan. He's come around here. I've met him a couple times. I don't really care about celebrities or fame or fortune or anything. Uh, so I don't like flock when celebrities come around here. But, you know, obviously I, I've met Joe. I don't really know Joe. I'm sure he's a fine guy to hang out with. And I, I, I don't really care. This isn't a, an agenda to attack Joe Rogan or, or try to make a name for myself. But 
because I got to tell you, when I was watching that last night, I was embarrassed for Joe. I was truly embarrassed for Joe Rogan. That, that you know, here's a, here's a strong man, an epic man, one of the most influential, powerful men in the country, one of the most listened to men in the country. And I felt bad yesterday because I gave him a hard time in my first response saying, geez, Joe, you cucked hard for Zuckerberg. And I felt bad. And I said, you know what? I haven't seen the full thing. Let me go double check it. And it turned out my initial response was right. And it's true. So, so for, for an American that, that idolizes strong men in leadership roles and successful men and influential men like Joe Rogan, that hurt my soul. That was like a gut punch to the American man to watch Joe Rogan up there cucking for Mark Zuckerberg. And that's what it was. He had Mark Zuckerberg dead to rights and quite frankly, potentially the biggest news story of the century. That big tech is being influenced by the Democrat Party and the FBI to censor information that hurts them during election years. And Rogan let Zuckerberg get off the hook and even said, yeah, I don't know what you do. And so here's the most embarrassing part to me where Rogan says, I don't know what you do. And it's like uh, to be in your spot. And I was one of the things that I really wanted to talk to you about is this, because like to be in your spot must be insanely difficult to have, no matter what decision you make, you're going to have a giant chunk of people that are upset at you. And there might be a right way to handle it, but I don't know what the fuck. Well, I think the so right way. So there you go. Oh, oh, what? I don't know how to handle it. I don't know what it is. Oh, really? You don't, Joe? You're on the air every day. You do UFC fights. You do podcasts. You do Fear Factor. You do everything. But you don't know the right way, really, Joe? You ever heard of free speech, Joe? You ever heard of the First Amendment, Joe? Here's an idea. How about Facebook and Twitter and YouTube stop censoring at the behest of the FBI and the Democrat Party? How about they stop the one-way street of censorship only against conservatives, Christians, and Republicans? Joe says, I don't know what to do. How about you let people speak? We already figured this out a long time ago. That's why it's the First Amendment. You let people speak. But you know who doesn't like letting people speak? Criminals. That's who. Liars, cheats, thieves, and criminals. And it's never been more obvious that that's what the Democrats, the FBI, and big tech are. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles, and those live feeds 
both the regular shows, the special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars Emergency News Alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. All right, I had a bunch of news to cover on my desk, but I think I'm going to postpone it for now because I want to take your phone calls in response because nobody's making a big deal of this. And that's because Rogan didn't make a big deal of it. So Zuckerberg goes on the Rogan podcast, admits the FBI helped rig an election. Big tech helped rig an election for the Democrats. Just barely makes headways. And Joe Rogan says, oh, I don't know what you do. He got duped. Oh, well. And again, let me be clear. I I like Joe Rogan. I have no ill will towards Joe Rogan. I'm sure he's a great guy. I've never had a negative experience when he comes around here. Uh, so, so this isn't like some vendetta. I, I like Joe. I think he's a good guy. But see, because of that right there, that's why I don't listen to the Joe Rogan experience. Because I don't think he's being fully honest with his audience. Because he wants to get the Zuckerbergs on. And it costs when you tell the truth, folks. When you're fully honest and you're fully transparent. And I guess you could say it's probably not smart for your career because people will say, well, geez, Owen, you know, you're not going to be on the Rogan podcast now. Okay, well, I, I, oh, well. I'd rather tell the truth. Sorry. That's how I feel. So I want to take your calls in response to that. 877-789-2539. 877-789-2539. Mark Zuckerberg admits on the Joe Rogan experience that he helped the FBI rig the election for Democrats. He admits he knows it now, but won't even apologize. And Joe Rogan, instead of pinning him to the map, Matt, with one of the biggest news stories of the century, instead offers him a hand up to make sure he can stand up and still be the good guy. No, Zuckerberg should probably have to step down from Facebook, or he should have mass layoffs and issue a corporate apology. But Democrats and liberals, they rig elections. They're allowed to rig elections. Just so frustrating. So 877-789-2539, your response to uh, that was about an hour-long coverage breaking down Zuckerberg there, and no one else is really going to do it. So that's what we do here at InfoWars. That's why we got to stay on air. That's why your support at InfoWarsStore.com is so important. Today is the last day. You see all the Alex Jones books sitting around the desk here. These are all destined to be signed by Alex Jones and shipped out to you, the audience, when you go to InfoWarsStore.com and purchase The Great Reset and The War for the World by Alex Jones right now at InfoWarsStore.com, but it's the last day. 
last day to get your signed copy of The Great Reset and The War for the World by Alex Jones. Last day. So if you've been thinking about that, you've been on the fence, or you've just been waiting to make the purchase, now is the time, final day, the signed copy of the latest book from Alex Jones. Now, let me just, you know, maybe I should cover some of this news quickly because it's, it's imperative that we understand this. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cover some of this news while the crew gets your calls, and we'll take calls starting in the next segment because it's important that we understand something here. So let me just go down this list. Peter Ducey forced to ask White House same question six times about Biden student loan forgiveness. The White House has no answers. Nobody has any answers. It's totally illegal. It's totally criminal. It's totally nonsensical. It's more theft of the American people. And they don't know the numbers. They don't know the legalities. They just do it because they want to buy votes because they're communists. And this is the populist and, and common sense opinion in response to the student debt transfer of wealth student debt forgiveness uh, from Cernovich. But this is how everyone feels about this, including friends of mine and family members of mine that, that still have student debt, that they agree that this is the truth here. From Cernovich on Twitter, colleges defrauded students. The answer is to prosecute and demand they pay restitution. That's how to make victims whole. Instead, the scammers keep the money and students looking for a vacation from the real world figure they should borrow money, bet on a future bailout. So college tuition will raise by 10000 20000 after this. And then there's going to be the moral dilemma of people who know that they can take out student loans or rather think they can take out student loans and never pay it back. This is a disaster of a policy, a disaster of a proposal. The Republicans should be doing everything to stop it right now for the sake of the country. But they're not because they suck too. But that's the real scam here. College is the real scam. They should be the ones forced to pay these back with their hundreds of billions of dollars of endowments. In fact, I bet you, this is how the universe works. I bet if you added all the major in, uh, universities' endowments, I bet you it would be at least $300 billion. They could repay all of these loans back tomorrow. But instead, you, the American that either never went to college or that did pay back your student loans, you have to pay for the commies and the crybaby bums loans that they don't want to pay back but see this is just part of the same trend restaurants pubs cafes and shops are all small businesses are forced to close as energy bills bite that's the new world order that's the green new energy deal you're priced out of the life experience you're priced out of civilization that's what the globalists are trying to do it's like if you have a it's it's like if you have a country club that's reasonably priced, but you have 10 members that are billionaires and the billionaires don't like anyone else being there. So they demand that the country club raise their entry rate to $100 million. And then they're the only ones that can afford it. So they pay the $100 million and then they own the club. That's the analogy for the entire planet. The world elite are raising the price of everything to price you out of the life experience. It's happening in Europe. And it's a major disaster. So what does Granholm say to Europe? Tough luck. Good luck. You're all going to go poor. You're all going to go broke. You're all going to starve. You're all going to go freeze in the winter and die in the summer from heat. Here's a graph of the price, the electricity price in Europe. It's now quadruple what it's been for the last 20 years. And that's because Biden gave Russia control of the pipelines and they've shut off the energy, not to mention the shutdown of the farms, the shutdown of coal, the shutdown of gas. It's just crushing the world because the globalist elite have decided you can't exist. You don't get ease of access. You don't get cheap energy anymore. The leader of Huawei sent out an email that got leaked. 
Ren Zhengfei warned that there will be no bright spot in the world for three to five years. It will be a very painful historic period. The founder and CEO of the Chinese telecoms giant paints a bleak picture ahead for global growth and tells the staff to brace for survival. Yeah, he knows what the globalists are doing. He knows what these world elites are doing. And what is the excuse for all of this? What is the excuse for making the world go poor? What is the excuse for making the world go into serfdom? What is the excuse? Man-made climate change. Except that's a lie. Peter Clack shares the graphs here. If there's any climate change, the world is actually getting colder, but, but even that's not a serious threat. The earth has been warmer than the modern era for 83% of the past 10,000 years, meaning we're not in the hottest time period, not even close. On a larger scale, the interglacial period, known as the Holocene, is the only time of global warming in 100,000 years. These are facts from climate studies by scientists. We should fear cold. Well, we shouldn't fear cold. We shouldn't necessarily fear anything when it comes to climate, except just to be smart when there's you know serious weather events. But see, this is what it's all about. So they lied about climate change to turn you into a slave, to price you out of the life experience, price you out of civilization, all being done by the global elites that view you as a bug, a cockroach that they can stomp out. Like when you stop on, when you stomp on a cockroach in your house, do you feel bad about that? No, that's how the globalists feel about you. So knowing this, You should go to preparetoday.com, ladies and gentlemen, and get yourself emergency preparedness needs. Do you have storable food, emergency food? Because the globalists are trying to shut down the food industry entirely in case you haven't noticed. So go to to InfoWarsStore.com or go to preparetoday.com, 10% off site-wide on all storable foods and emergency preparedness goods at preparetoday.com. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And now, your host... Owen Troyer. You know, I got to tell you, it's a real shame. It's a real embarrassment. And, and it's kind of surreal, to be honest, because, I mean, folks, like, <laughs> I don't even know how to say this, but it's like the men at InfoWars, as far as media concerned, are the realest men in the world, at least in America, because 
I just look at the Rogan Zuckerberg cuckfest, and you're like, dang, these are these are supposed to be epic American men and leaders. They're weak. They're soft. Just look at that puff piece. And then there's Elon Musk. And so I see Elon Musk just put this up on Twitter. And he says, population collapse due to low birth rates is a much bigger risk to civilization than global warming. And I'm like, yeah, there's some manlyhood. There's some leadership. But then, oh, Elon has to follow it up with a cuck tweet that says, but I do think global warming is a major risk. Like, Elon, you just stood up and you were a thousand stories tall admitting that the collapse of civilization is due to depopulation, not climate change, and then you just, and then you just chop yourself right back down to size by putting out the propaganda. Why, why are men so pathetic? Why are these men as leaders such a joke? Step up and be a man. Quit cucking to the new world order. Quit cucking to the propaganda because you want to be accepted. And you want to fit in. Because you're scared of the censorship. Pathetic. Of course, I get it. You're scared of the censorship because you're worried about your money. And you're scared of the attacks and the lies that'll come against you. You're scared. So, I get it. I get it. We go to the phone lines now, responding to the Zuckerberg Rogan Cuckfest. Oh, Facebook helped rig an election. So what? They didn't know. They thought it was good. Let's start with Rhonda in Texas. Rhonda, you're on the Alex Jones Show. Go ahead. Hello. I, I just couldn't believe when I woke up this morning and heard Joe Rogan and Zuckerberg on my TV at 8 o'clock in the morning, uh, Harrison. I, I'm floored. What a slap in Alex's face, Joe Rogan. I mean, and and I should have seen uh, Joe Rogan have him, t- you know, pinned to the wall. I mean, oh my God, it's just you're right. Weak men, very weak, and I'm very disgusted. And why do they move to Texas? And uh Well, because, you know, they they helped destroy California, and they know California is now a failed state, so they're probably going to come here and help destroy Texas, too. Exactly, exactly. Well, they're doing a good job in Austin, it it sounds like. I mean, you know, I'm in Dallas. I'm I'm just, I can't, there's just not enough words. I'm so disgusted with Rogan, and and it's it's weak. It's weak, and I'm... I feel for y'all. Y'all, I mean, Rogan's supposed to be his friend, and that's not—that's not standing up at all. Well, and and look, he doesn't have to make the issue about censorship of Alex Jones or Infowars. I, I understand that, but but the fact he, that he is not even standing up for the censorship in a, in what is political censorship, and he just says, "Oh, you know." I mean, basically, they're saying it's an honest mistake. That's a lie. Here's my thing. As somebody that consumes as much media, probably as anyone else on the planet. I mean, I I don't know how you could consume more media than me. I don't like it when I get slapped in the face by the person that I'm listening to. It's an immediate turnoff. That's why I don't listen to the Rogan experience. Hey, it's the top podcast in the world. I understand why. I know why Rogan plays both sides. I know why he's so successful. Good for him as a businessman. But for me, I, I I don't like the host slapping me in the face. But... Rogan's audience will probably not go anywhere, even though he just slapped them all in the face with that interview. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm disgusted with him, and and 
and I know that Alex is probably, I mean, human because. Well, I'm not going to speak for Alex, and I I don't have the relationship with Joe. Alex does, and it, it's not really right. about Alex. I mean, that's kind of like the side set of the censorship issue. But but yeah, yeah I mean, you could certainly say, well, look, you falsely censored this story. Maybe you falsely censored Alex Jones and Infowars, but you don't dare well, say exactly. that. Exactly. So it sets us back so far from the progress that we've made. I've watched exactly. I've watched y'all for, for three years, every single day, all day long, and. Well, God bless you, Rhonda. God bless you for that. But see, your your point is taken here in that it started with Alex Jones. Oh, innocent enough. Just one guy, one bombastic guy on the air that's lied about and everything. So, okay. Oh, we're just taking Alex Jones. It's just Alex Jones. Really? Four years after that, Internet censorship is used to rig elections. And the biggest names in big tech admit it. And the biggest name in podcasting, Joe Rogan, lets him get away with it. Let's go to Travis in Tennessee. Travis, you're on the Alex Jones Show. Go ahead. Hey, Owen. Howdy. Uh, so I didn't actually catch the whole Zuckerberg thing with Joe Rogan, but did, did he actually like give him any kind of criticism or ask him like any critical questions at all, or did he just let him spout his crap or what? So we played the, the meat and potatoes of the portion of Zuckerberg admitting the internet censorship. Uh, the rest is kind of just back and forth fluffiness. Right. But no, 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 no. Rogan did not pin Zuckerberg. He did not hold his feet to the fire. He, he, he crumbled up like a paper airplane ball. That's insane. Um, quickly, I, I know that the topic was supposed to be Zuckerberg, but I, I've been trying to call you for a little while to ask you what you know about the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, because you know, over a year ago, I kind of let them shoot me up with it, and I shouldn't have. And all I hear is of the mRNA. So do was you know that the about uh, that was one? that the two shot? No, no, that was the, the one and dose, done, like the deactivated virus one. Yeah, so I think I'm not really prepared for this. I'm gonna I'm gonna answer your question real quick, but move on because I want to stick on topic. Um, the original Johnson and Johnson vaccine was the first one actually pulled from the shelves when they first released it, but it's the closest thing to an actual vaccine. But it was still rushed. It still doesn't work. But I think you're probably better off with the Johnson & Johnson than the Pfizer or the Moderna. Um, but I actually think there's now lawsuits going back and forth between these companies now. I don't know if you guys can search that. But I think either Moderna or Pfizer or somebody's suing the other ones. But it was Johnson & Johnson that actually – I believe it was Johnson & Johnson that the, the, the CEOs actually ended up campaigning with Donald Trump. So that was an odd one. All right, let's go to Marco in California. Marco, you're on the air. Go ahead. How's it going, uh, Owen? Howdy. Pretty good. Uh, I'd like to just make a plug for the X2. If you don't get anything else, get the X2. It's a great price point, and anytime you feel a sniffle or a cough or been around people that might have COVID, just take a couple drops and you'll be fine. There you go. Right on. So I wanted to talk about Rogan. Um, He's definitely a gatekeeper. And um, I really just thought it was funny how a couple of years ago, Owen Benjamin was calling him out. And, like, uh, Owen was saying that uh, he was, like, uh, dumpster pumping Tony, uh, Tony Hinchcliffe behind the comedy store. And he always called him dump- dumpster pump. So he's definitely a sodomite. If you look at his head screens from the uh, his headshots from his acting career, um, like, when he had hair, he looks, like, totally fruity and... Um, when he was having that beef with Alex, he was like, uh, hurry, to, hurry to make amends because um, a lot of Alex's friends, uh, fans are going on his comments and saying um, that about the Tony, uh, the Jack Dorsey uh, Bitcoin pump and dump. 
And if you just flood his comments with something like that, he is forced to um, to make a comment about it. Well, look, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't let me explain something. I don't do infighting. So I'm not I'm not infighting with Joe Rogan. This is a major story that he had on his podcast that, in my opinion, as a host, he blew the story. But uh, as far as Benjamin and Rogan or any of this other stuff, I I don't really do the infighting stuff. I don't really I'm not going to talk any personal accusations about Joe Rogan. I don't really know or care about it, quite frankly. Um, so, so I'm just sitting here commenting on Zuckerberg admitting that he helped the Democrats with the FBI rig the election for Joe Biden. That's the story. Uh, whatever else is going on with Rogan or other people, that's, that's not my cup of tea. I don't do infighting. I don't do, I don't do rumor mill crap like that. So I'm, just, I'm not going to comment on that. I'm just going to stick to the story at hand. Everybody knows that high-quality fish oil does fantastic things for your cardiovascular system, for your brain, for every part of your body. But what I don't see being promoted is the fact that it has natural psychotropic effects. It certainly does for me. When I take a couple of these capsules an hour before bed, my sleep, my dreams are amazing. Now, there are actually some studies out there linking it to amazing events in the brain but i want you to experience it for yourself we know it's good for your heart we know it's good for your brain we know it's good for your arteries and veins and your lungs and every other function in your body but i want you to experience this high-grade fish oil this ultimate fish oil at infowarsstore.com and see what it does if you take it before bedtime ultimate fish oil 50 percent off now exclusively available at infowarsstore.com thank you all for your support you're really going to miss out if you don't get it So many people over the years have walked up to me randomly on the street and said, super male vitality is incredible. Why does it work so well? And the answer is very simple. It takes from Chinese medicine and other ancient traditions, known herbal compounds that boost libido, stamina, and energy, and it comes from cold-pressed herbs, so they're not boiling or heating up the herbs that are known to have these natural effects. It's cold-pressed. It's been sold out for eight months or more. It's finally back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off Super Male Vitality. And it goes great with X2, which is also 25% off. But if you get both these products together, they're 40% off in a combo at InfoWarsStore.com. So X2 and Super Male Vitality, 40% off together or 25% off individually at InfoWarsStore.com. It's amazing. Try it today. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Where everybody thought anything would go. Thank you so much, Mr. President. I'm sorry. I took control. I shouldn't do that. I'm not allowed to do that. Go ahead. You tell me. I think we're going to go ahead and have the rest of the conversation close back. Thank you all so much. Thank you so much. Glassy-eyed, confused, dementia-ridden Joe Biden admits again. How many times has he admitted now that he's not even in control of his own actions? He says, I took control. I'm sorry. I'm not allowed to do that. And then the White House Karens step up and say, press, please get out. We're going to do the rest behind closed doors. Remember all those different clips of the White House Karens? 
that sometimes they dress up in Easter Bunny outfits to wrangle Joe Biden up at the at the Easter egg roll. Sometimes there's five of them hanging out in the press room, and then as soon as Joe Biden needs to be shut down, they start screaming, all right, time to leave, time to leave, time to leave, and round them up like a bunch of psychos. Ah, the White House Karens. Who's really running the White House? Joe Biden admits today he's not in control. We go back to the phone lines. We're taking your calls, responding to the Rogan Zuckerberg uh, admission that they rig elections for Democrats. Stunning stuff. Rogan lets him get away with it. Let's go to Tyler in Ohio. Tyler, you're on the Alex Jones Show. Go ahead. Hey, Owen. Uh, Great job today. You're hitting it out of the park, man. Um, I just wanted to say I've never listened to Joe Rogan uh, over the years. I started just over the last month or two starting to listen to his podcast because Alex Jones speak so highly of him, and I've noticed, I mean, this is an ongoing theme, theme. I would call him a a willing, uh, a gatekeeper of information. Anytime a conversation will go to a subject out of the box or to something that will, you know, compromise the, the mainstream, he, he will only, he'll only go so far. He will, he will not go too far to the left or right, and I, I feel he's a gatekeeper. This, this interview today does not surprise me at all, uh, the way he handled it. Uh, he's I mean, like you said, he's a great uh, a businessman, but not not a truth man. And I, I, I would say Infowars should try to start separating themselves from Brogan as much as possible because this is just step one in him compromising his uh, his uh, credibility, you know, for the truth movement. Well, Rogan knows his audience better than me, but uh, I, I would never do something like that to my audience. And I'd be surprised if a lot of his audience members aren't uh, really, really upset at the way he handled that interview. Yeah, I, I don't know how much uh, crossover there is between the Alex Jones audience and... and I his, would say a large. I, I would say a pretty big. Yeah, well, then, yeah, then a, a good portion of his audience just was, uh, you know, embarrassed for him, like you said today, because, I mean, that's, that was that was a ridiculous interview. But I'm not surprised by it. Like I said, that's, that's what I see is more of the same from him. But let's keep one thing in mind here. Joe Rogan has big sponsors, and Joe Rogan works at a big tech company called Spotify. So that might have something to do with it. I, I don't know, but uh, oh, might be yeah. worth pointing out. Not here. We are totally independent, total free speech, and that's why we have to get shut down. And it's so funny. They, it's, just, it's just the lies they tell about us, folks. I mean, look. Yeah, Alex Jones probably could have made hundreds of millions of dollars over the years. I, I probably could demand about a lot more money than I make here. We're not in it for money. Like it's just the crew works every day, 12 hours a day. They, they deserve more pay, hazard pay, overtime pay. They don't complain, but then they make it like, Oh, look at Infowars, these greedy, grubby people with all this money. It's like, okay, fine. I mean, they, they have all my bank account records. They have all Alex's bank account records. We're in bankruptcy court and they still come out and lie and say, we've got hundreds of millions of dollars that we don't have. It's just, it's obnoxious. Thanks, Tyler. Let's go to Heath in Georgia. Heath, you're on the uh, Alex Jones Show. Go ahead. Hey, Owen. Uh, You know, I just want to agree with the previous caller and say that, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not surprised with the Joe Rogan interview, but like I'm sure you are, I was just disappointed. Uh, No, I'm telling you, when I was watching Rogan crumble like that in front of Zuckerberg, it, it hurt me as a man. Like, I'm like, Rogan is supposed to be a masculine man, a, a leader, and then for him to just fold like that, like a cheap tent in front of Zuckerberg, like a man-child, it's like pathetic. It hurt. I'm like, dang, Joe, like, dang, like, be a man. 
Well, and that's why, you know, I think Harrison said on the show yesterday that we need more, you know, coverage for people like you or Elijah Schaefer, just conservative celebrities, you know what I mean? And that won't just cuck out constantly, that don't, aren't ingratiated to these corporations and, you know, just everything. Well, you know, it's, it's you, funny. it's funny you say that. Because, you know, the, Elijah and a lot of these guys that are my age that are kind of up and coming in media right now, we're, we're all good friends. And then we let, let me just say we let me just say we understand the dynamics ahead of us with the censorship and everything else. And so this is not something we're unaware of. Um, but well, I do appreciate you for saying, you know, that we need to continue to have Trump staff right now. You know, even though I mean, they're trying to turn his followers against us. Yeah, and it's not just yeah, about supporting Trump. It's about supporting the truth. doesn't mean we have to support him to run for president again, but we have to understand that the, the, the agenda at foot is to get Trump's loyalists to stop supporting him so they can use that as an example in the future. Well, I've been an info warrior for over 10 years now, and Owen, you have supercharged the tip of the spear for this generation. And I love you and Alex, and I pray the Holy Spirit over all you guys at InfoWars right now. And, you know, just keep fighting the good fight. What a time to be alive. Well, I, I appreciate that. And, uh, well, I'd like to expand on that, but we got callers waiting. So, may, But let me just tell you, the, the caller right there hit on something that um, is probably worthy of a conversation uh, about the future of media, the future of InfoWars, the future of Alex Jones, Owen Schroyer, and, and some other people that are truth tellers out there that get censored and, 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 and kneecapped before they can make it. But but I, I've got callers on the line, so I'll have to put that off towards another day. But the caller's on to something there. Let's go to Brad in Texas. Brad, you're on the Alex Jones Show. Go ahead. God bless you, brother. Thanks for calling. Absolutely. Uh, you know, instead of plugging a product, Owen, I'd like to plug you. I had a chance to meet you at the Reawaken Tour here in Frisco in the Dallas area. And quite frankly, brother, if more people were as wake as awake as you are, in their early 30s, uh, we would have a different country on our hands. And I can prove, with your permission, absolutely that Joe Rogan is a sellout in three simple topics. All right, well, let's see it. One, when Alex called Joe Rogan on 9-11 after he had told him about the upcoming attack, Joe Rogan said, oh, no, I don't think that you know the government would do anything like that. Day one, Joe Rogan sold us out. Step two, when... All the info warriors knew this, uh, you know, upcoming vax with a hoax and everything else. Uh, Joe Rogan was still pimping the antibody test and made all of his, uh, you know, guests take antibody tests. That is true. Uh, even, now, now, I, uh, a, all right, go ahead. Yeah, go you're going. No, even even a year or six months ago. Go ahead, sir. No, no, I want you to finish before I respond. I'm sorry. And then the third reason we know he's a sellout because if he had the testicular fortitude that you or I would have. During that interview, how about why did you give half a billion dollars, Zucker Cuck, to try to sell out an election? Yeah. How about why are you working with the Chinese party? How or, about or, all or the what, other people? What that, stories did you censor, um, you know, in favor of Republicans? Did you censor any of those stories? So, so let me just respond. And, but let me just respond, Brad, and, and thank you for the call. And your, your, your points are taken here. Um, and let me just kind of play devil's advocate in response to that. Uh, I mean, I, I think the call from Joe Rogan to Alex Jones after 9-11, I, I would actually say is more of a good thing in the overall thing for Joe Rogan. 
because he was at least willing to question the narrative and would, was shocked at the potential that the government would do that. But he was at least willing to have the conversation. And then as far as Rogan with the response to COVID, in perspective, he actually had one of the better responses, but that's not saying much considered, you know, how far left and, uh, you know, medical tyrant the response was from the media. But, uh, you know, he was for ivermectin. He didn't really promote the vaccines. He basically said, hey, be healthy and you're going to be fine. But, I mean, they did make all the guests of his show take an antibody test. I don't know if that was Joe Rogan or Spotify doing that, but that did happen. He didn't stick up for those people like Dan Bongino stuck up for people that didn't want to take a test or take a vaccine at Cumulus Radio. And then, yes, with the Zuckerberg interview, obviously that's the topic here of the day. And uh, you're, you're spot on about that. He, he let Zuckerberg get away with it. I mean, he really crumbled, and I, I, I was stunned. I was, I, was, I was stunned. Like, it hurt. Like, it, it hurt me that Joe Rogan let Zuckerberg get off the hook like that. So it's really sad. Let's go to PT in Michigan. Uh, I'm sorry, I've got 30 seconds left here. If you can get it in before the break, PT, go ahead. Listen, I'd, I'd like to stay over it. I will say this, that uh, anytime Alex mentions his name, I cringe. There is no deep thought coming out of this UFC battered fighter's head. I can't, I don't know what his appeal is. You guys blow him away in terms of courage. And uh, listen, he's on uh, YouTube apologizing for using the N-word and for uh, talking about COVID-19 in you know, in some negative way, I mean, in some positive well, way. Well, let me just, uh, that's, that's fine. Uh, look, I, I'm not trying to be in a competition with Rogan here. This isn't some sort of a measuring stick with Rogan. I, I'm covering a big story that came out on his show. And, and I mean, look, look at how Joe Rogan responds to when somebody gets knocked out in a fight. It's like a living meme, Joe Rogan's response. But here, Zuckerberg admits how elections are rigged and Rogan doesn't even bat an eye. Ultimate fish oil is back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. What does ultimate mean? That's just our name for the best, the highest grade. What this concentrated anchovy oil, pure Arctic krill oil, and high-quality wild-caught salmon oil does for your brain, your heart, your cardiovascular system, and for your entire body's functions is insane. Regular low-grade fish oil in all the studies does outstanding things. This is the highest grade, and it's not been pasteurized, it's not been boiled, so it has its original effects intact. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody should visit InfoWarsStore.com today and get Ultimate Fish Oil finally back in stock for 50% off. For our regular fans that are big supporters, you're going to love it. You already know how great it is. But for folks who have been on the fence, experience Ultimate Fish Oil for yourself. Try taking some before bedtime and see what happens with your dreams.